Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1411. It's not speed that kills, it's the sudden stop. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hey Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from beautiful Alpine, California, Linda Noons. Hey, Linda, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am buckled up and ready to go. All right. I think in your case, though, I should say is your helmet on, your boots on, your gloves on, and uh, ready to twist the wrist. But I'll explain that in just a minute. Linda Noons is the crew chief for her son, Chris Noons, a teenage son who's an off-road racer. Regular listeners will remember Chris Noons' show earlier here on Cars Yeah. Chris races pro buggy in the Lucas Oil Off-Road Nationals, and most know him as the California Kid. Linda is in charge of marketing, PR, spotting, hot pits travel, and she is the team's strategist responsible for developing and building the most competitive car at the lowest possible price, and maybe even Chris keeping Chris in line a little bit since she's his mom. Linda has also raced a dirt bike and won first place at Barona Oaks at their local track, and she raced a UTV at Lucas Oil Off-Road. Linda won first place two years in a row in their Powder Puff event. Her past includes recently competitive figure skating, a national water ski championship, and a world record barefoot jumping competition. And she water skied professionally at SeaWorld, which is pretty darn cool. One cool mom that Chris has, I think, Linda. I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little more about your career and helping your son and your passion for anything on two wheels, three wheels, four wheels, and now the water? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I grew up as an only child, and my dad is fully into motorsports. He used to race a car. It was just a local race club. Everything he had had to be the fastest. And, you know, I was born on Friday the 13th. And when I was born, he told my mom, damn, I knew it was going to be a girl. But <laughs> so I, <laughs> I had to grow up kind of like a boy. So I was a Tom, a Tom girl or tomboy, as they say. And my dad, I mean, our boat, when I grew up, I was 13. I had my own boat, went over 100 miles an hour. 
my snowmobile, like 120 miles an hour. I mean, everything I ever had was like the fastest you could buy. And that was just how my dad worked. Uh, and he always said, and it's something I'm going to probably say a couple of times while we're talking, it's not speed that kills, it's the sudden stop. Yes, the deceleration, <laughs> rapid deceleration. Yeah, that's the bad news. My goodness. Well, what an upbringing. Now all this talk I had with Chris all comes to light on uh, where some of this passion he has for going very fast because his mom set the tone there. That's pretty dark cool. I love it. Oh, this is great. Well, as we continue on your journey, Linda, we're going to first ask you for a little success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah, so grab the wheel. Yeah, well, if anyone listened to my son Chris Noons's uh, inspirational quote, I'm actually going to steal his because it's something that we know the world champion heavyweight boxer. His name's Deontay Wildler, and when we met him, he's such an inspirational person. He comes from nothing, and now he has everything, and he's worked very hard. When I tell you this, it's going to make a lot of sense because I believe in a vision board. So if you put up your end goal and then you put on your vision board how you're going to get there, you'll do it. And so this is the quote that I, my son lives by and I do too. So I'm going to steal it from him. And it's called, speak it, believe it, receive it. Yeah, I remember that when Chris was on the show. You know, that whole concept of setting goals, visions, boards, it works. And I'll tell you, when I first started working out of college, I got a job at an advertising agency. I really wanted a Porsche bad. I've loved those cars forever. So I put a big poster right in front of my desk of the Porsche that I wanted. And every day when I sat down, I looked at that. And that was my vision board at that point in my life. I'm going to get one of those someday. And I did. I worked very hard, put up with a lot of uh, interesting clients that were very difficult, but I dealt with it and did it. And uh, I think it's great. But setting those goals, and especially when you're involved in racing with what you're doing with Chris, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I literally, I have two vision boards. I have my work one. I'm a salesperson. And then I also have our racing vision board. Winning this year's championship is on it. Yeah, fantastic. Well, touch on that just a little bit, because I want our Listeners to know, you do all this work to help Chris be successful in racing, but you've got a full-time job, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I work, uh, it's like six to seven days a week because I'm in sales. My phone is always on. But the nice thing about sales is it's also flexible. So when I do need to make a call for a racing thing, I can. So it, it blends very well. But we definitely, I don't have any extra time. So there's, <laughs> no. you know, there's no diets or exercise programs for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just work, work, work. What kind of sales are you in, Linda? Uh, I'm in medical device sales. I work for a company that makes a continuous glucose monitor that measures blood sugars and alerts ah. you before you get low. Before okay. you get high, I live with type 1 diabetes, uh, and so okay. I, I live it and breathe it and sell it. There you go. Yep. You sell it. No, you don't want to sell diabetes. You sell, yeah. you sell help for diabetes. <laughs> yeah. I like the way you said that. Oh, well, that's great. Well, fantastic. Well, that gives me a whole other level of uh, consideration for you, Linda, the fact that you're full-time mom, full-time worker, and oh my gosh, you're a busy lady. This is great. Well, let's go back in time and talk about a story that instigated your passion for speed. Cars, boats, motorcycles, UTVs, all these things that you do. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew, although you were born on Friday the 13th, that you were a car, not a car guy, but a car gal? Sorry, Dad. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and actually it is Dad. 
my father, we spent so much time in the garage working on, you know, my car that I was going to have when I, you know, got of age to actually drive and which was a 69 fastback Mustang. And we would work on it. And it was just like, I learned so much. He, he didn't want me to be stuck on the side of the road back then. We didn't have cell phones and not know how to fix what I was driving. So I learned from the inside out on how to work on this car. And the first time I opened that door and turned the key and heard that engine and put it in drive, oh my God, that was it. I've been in, I love speed and I love cars ever since. Cool story. I love it. Well, let's take a look at some of these roads and talk about a big challenge, a big failure. And the reason I like this question is, how did you come through it? What did you learn from it? That's the great thing about bumping up against things is there teaching times in our lives. And that means you've pushed yourself to some limits, no doubt with all of your background, with your skiing and racing and all the things you do, you probably met up with a few challenges here and there. So walk us through one and tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your life and your career and your business. You know, there's so many, so many stories. I mean, we could just talk about this question all day long, but I want to bring it to something that happened recently with my son. Uh, You know, we're a small, really a mom and son team. Uh, Although my husband does play a role, he's not at a lot of the races because he works weekends. But my husband was diagnosed with cancer. And it was just like, it was, it was about three years ago. I can tell you right up front now, he's fine. He, he's, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's uh, still kicking. So that's a good thing. <laughs> well, that is um, a very good thing. Yeah. But he works on the cars and then Chris and I will go racing on the weekends. And when he was diagnosed with cancer, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, how are we going to do this? I mean, this was like a real challenge. I did not want to disrupt my only child's racing dream. And so we started strategizing it, you know, what ifs, what ifs. And, and then he's like, you just need to start driving the motorhome. You got to hook up the trailer. You need to. So I started learning all these things where I had this big 40 foot motorhome with a trailer and I'd had to back it up, hook it up, drive to the track, unload. That's when I learned how to spot my son in off-road racing. You have to stand up in the stands in a designated area and you have to communicate with the driver if there's an issue on the track. And so I had to learn how to do that. I had to learn how to work on the race truck, which I didn't have to do that in the past. You know, I enjoyed it, but I didn't have to do it. It was very challenging. But my son really stepped up. And at this time, he was only like 14 years old. He started learning how to wrench and do all his own things. So together, and with the beauty of a cell phone uh, doing, you know, being able to call dad if we had a question, we wound up winning a championship. So even though I was like, literally, like, how are we going to do it? Like, there's no way we don't have the money. We don't have the knowledge. You know, let's just not even do this to winning a championship. So I think if you really set something in your mind, you can just accomplish it. Well, there's that vision board concept again. And I'm so happy that your your husband's okay now. Uh, devastating news, of course, and right, it's, oh man, especially for a kid at that age, and then you, I, I can't even imagine having to go through all that, uh, horrible, but uh, you know what, you guys rallied together, you set a goal, and I would imagine that was a big plus for your husband too, as he was fighting that disease and working his way through that to uh, overcome it, 
and come out on the other side in a positive way, in a healthy way. So, uh, wow, amazing story. Uh, kudos to all of you guys for uh, for doing that. Makes me feel good that it ended up being such a positive uh, positive ending. I really think it's what Chris is today that those yeah. experiences. Oh yeah, no doubt, absolutely. My mother had cancer when I was uh, in college, and uh, yeah, that's a big disruptor. Is not even the right word, but man, it realigns yourself. You know, being a selfish college student to go, okay, I got to deal with this. And try yeah. to help my mom get through this. She did. She's still with us today. She's a 20 plus year survivor, which is fan well, way more than 20 now. Oh my goodness. I'll age myself if I say how long that yeah. was. <laughs> it was like 40 years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Holy cow. So you go, mom. Well, let's yeah. have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle. I'm guessing you had a lot of interesting rides in your life, but is there one that stands out? You know, it's funny. Uh, of course, the one that always stands out is the one my dad and I built, which I already spoke about. Uh, which was that 69 Fastback Mustang. But that's not the car I want to want to really uh, highlight. I want to say that my most recent car is my first really special car. And it's my first electric car, all electric. What is, what is it's it? A, I bought a Tesla S. Nice. And <laughs> yeah, the D, I got the 100D because I drive so many miles. It just made sense. But oh my gosh. That car is amazing. I had no, you know, I was like, there's no way it's all that, but it is all that. Yeah. How fun. I have a nephew that worked for many years, a technician for Volkswagen, and he about a year and a half ago got a job with Tesla. He loves that company, loves working on the cars, uh, very tech minded. And one of the things that he said to me, I said, what's the big difference? between one brand to Tesla. And he said, well, you know, when people would come in and their Volkswagens were not working right, they'd be really ang angry at the mark, angry at me, angry at, you know. He said, the Tesla folks, he said, they love their cars so much that even when they're broken, they almost apologize to you that their car's not working right, that they have to call you uh, and you have to help them. He said, it's like Apple products in a way that they've They've drank the apple juice and uh, oh. they're just in love with it. So uh, totally, I call it a cult. I am definitely yeah. part of the cult, yeah. and it is phenomenal. I mean, down to the littlest thing that the newest download on that uh, on the Tesla has nothing to do with the automotive industry, like speed or anything. I have a little button I can push, and when Chris sits in the car and he's all grumpy. I push it and it makes a farting sound. It's a whoopee cushion. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have like long farts, short farts, wet farts. Oh my God. It's like the funniest thing ever. I mean, so oh. yeah, the car, the car is unbelievable. <laughs> what is it about that sound that makes everybody laugh? I don't oh, know, yeah. but it's, it's hilarious. So that is, that's funny. Well, you know, that brand just has a, a feel and a taste. It kind of reminds me a bit of Mini Coopers. We've had a couple in our family and that just the Mini Cooper drivers are just happy and smiling. And you know, it's like the old VW bugs, you know, it just oh, yeah. makes, makes people smile. It's the same with, with fastback, uh, Ford Mustangs. I had a 66 and I couldn't go anywhere without getting a thumbs up in that car, you know, yeah, it was exactly. Just, uh, really fun, beautiful Tesla X. That's, yes, that's great. Well, is there a car you've owned in your life or a vehicle, a bike that you've let go that you wish you still had? Uh, besides Chris's first peewee motorcycle he ever raced, I would say something that I own personally would have been my 76 Ford Bronco. I had glass packs on it. It was Ooh, lifted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had it so you could take the hard top off 
and I had the windshield wiper motor mount down low behind. If you know Ford Broncos, the windshield motor mount, it was yeah. higher than the windshield. So if you took off the hard top, it would stick up and you couldn't put a soft top on. So I got that all fixed. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I really regret selling that. It, that thing was awesome. You know, I just, uh, we're recording this the week after I just returned from Car Week down in Monterey, Pebble Beach. And I was at the, the jet party. Uh, that they have, which is really cool at the Monterey Jet Center. And they've got cars and airplanes and jets and everything. And I met a guy. His name is Seth Burgett. He's the CEO and president of Gateway Bronco. And they take old Broncos and they kind of make them new, kind of like uh, what Jonathan Ward does a bit uh, with his Icon brand. Or I, I looked at these things, how nice they were, almost like a this might be a stretch, but a, a Singer Porsche, what they do to Porsche is kind of what these guys do to Broncos. I'm going to have them on the show here in the future. Uh, I think if there's a question coming up at the end of our talk that maybe that might be a good choice for you. But we'll get back to that in just a minute. I would love for you to talk about what has you excited and fired up these days about your son, Chris Noons Racing. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about Athena Racing because Loxley Brown, who runs that wonderful organization, that helps young women get into racing. She connected Linda and I and Chris, so I want to do a shout-out for her and what's going on. But let's start with Chris's racing. Well, what do you guys have planned for the rest of the year, and what are you looking forward to next year with Chris Noon's racing? I have to go back to the vision board. And for next year, my vision board is already put together, and it doesn't have anything to do with off-road racing. We really want to start focusing our goals on the street now. He's won motorcycle championships. Now he's won off-road truck championships. So we want to take it to the next learning level, which would be street racing. So for next year, our vision board is to win a Miata, uh, the Miata championship, the Miata racing, which we learned about through Athena Racing the girls team, that Chris is training these girls how to drive the good lines with go-karts. So that got sparked our interest because we want to get into Indy and, you know, not having money, you know, the next step, our vision board would be racing Miatas. Oh yeah, that's cool. I've had a lot of people on this show that race Miatas, started in Miatas. I've had drivers all the way up to F1 drivers, IndyCar racers, uh, Road racers, uh, endurance racers, all sorts of incredible racing folks here on Cars. Yeah, that's exciting. That's very cool. Yeah, the next yeah. stage. And I'll just let those listeners know, when she says street racing, we're not talking about city street racing. We're talking about road racing on tracks and so forth. So just to be sure, Chris isn't going to be out there yahooing up the night in the street on the streets racing. No, I sure. don't let him do that. He has no. an SRT8. With 600 oh. horsepower in it. Ooh. If I catch him going over the speed limit, yeah, that's <laughs> I, gonna get I get parked that in car the garage. Back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, you know, having talked to your son, he is one sharp kid. And uh, I even don't want to call him a kid. He's a young man. I mean, he's a very intelligent, well-spoken young man. Uh, no doubt he knows the place to go fast is the track, not the street. Tell us a little bit about Athena Racing as well. For those folks that may have missed my talk with uh Loxley, and I've had several other people involved with Athena. This is a great organization. I think it's incredible, especially being the the tomboy that I am. You know, if I had something like Athena Racing when I was growing up, I have no doubt that I would have been a famous NASCAR driver by now. So what Athena really does is it uses the STEM education program, which is science, technology, engineering, and math. It puts it into all that all that um, schooling into racing. 
And so the girls will be learning how to not only drive, but work on their cars, learn about how to make it lighter, faster, the aerodynamics, every aspect. And so um, when we heard about this, actually, Chris came to me telling me he wanted to get involved to help these girls, which was amazing to hear a 17-year-old say this. He loves the opportunity to help people. And so when he heard about this, he came to me and I said, are you kidding? We are helping Athena Racing. And so we're all about it right now. I mean, we're doing some TV shows with them, local news stations, and Chris is getting them out in the go-car and uh, they're just moving forward. But they're in the beginning stages. So they're still looking for that sponsorship funding. Absolutely. Well, I'll encourage listeners out there. You can go back and listen to my talk with Loxley. You can go to, I'll put links to not only Chris Noon Racing website, but also also Athena Racing here on Linda's show notes page. So you can go and check these out. And if you're in a position to help them, uh, be a great organization to get involved with. Very, very cool. Linda, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new AVS2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com to check out the latest products for your ride and when you're ready to check out enter cars yeah in the coupon code and get 10 percent off your order that's edelbrock automotive performance since 1938 you take care of your cars but who takes care of your investments tune-ups aren't just for engines updating your financial plan is important too your gps may take you from a to b but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com. Or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique in personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. All right, Linda, we are back and I've got a bit of an introspective question for you. I'm going to delve into the depths of your mind today. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, motorcycle, boat, race car, street car. I don't know what it might be, but how do you perceive yourself manifested as a vehicle? What would you be? Oh, well, that's easy. I'd definitely be a a Tesla S. (laughs) (laughs) You know, yeah, I'd be a four door. So I'm like a family person. So that's Uh a family car. But when you pull up to the red light and you look over at that Porsche like you like, (laughs) 
I can beat it to the next red light. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, we were just talking about behaving on the street. Now you're setting a bad example for your hey, son and, and for me. <laughs> uh, zero to 60 is all I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, there we go. Put it, put it in ludicrous mode. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Incredible the torque those things have. I kind of figured you'd be something pretty quick. So uh, I think that's pretty cool. All right. Well, we are entering the last lap. You've been to so many tracks. You know what that means. The white flag is out. The checkered is in the distance. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of that Tesla throttle. We won't hear it, but we know something's going to happen. So here we go. What's the best automotive or racing advice you've ever received? Hey, it's going back to my dad saying, speed doesn't kill. It's the sudden stops. (laughs) You prevent that sudden stop and you're going to win the race. Oh, gosh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Prevent that at all costs. How about a personal habit that you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Yeah, You know, I, I'm just never afraid to try something new. So competition, I believe, is the best thing to improve your self-being. Yeah, absolutely. How about a resource? There's so many these days. Is there one that you'd like to share with the Cars Yeah listeners? Once again, I really love your show. So if you (laughs) want to learn, no, honestly, Chris and I love listening to it because there's so many different types of people on your show that you learn so much in so many different point of views. So I I believe that listening to your blog would be the best, best advice to anyone. Well, thank you. You know, when I started the Cars Yeah! podcast, the whole concept is my mantra, inspiring automotive enthusiasts. My goal was to talk to inspiring automotive enthusiasts like you and Chris and the now 1,381 guests I've had on the show. It's a number I can't even believe sometimes. Uh, and share how they got to where they got so that people listening that maybe aren't having as much fun can go, you know what? If they can do it, maybe I can do it too. And I believe anybody can do whatever they want. You don't have to have a whole lot of money. It may take a little longer, but uh, you just have to put your head down and work hard, and that's all it takes. So that's how I've gotten up to your show, 1381 in five years. And yes. of course, the Cars Yeah! TV show I launched this year. We'll be doing season two next year. Uh, so yeah, just work hard. That's all it takes. Um, and if you're fortunate enough to have some great guests like I had have, you can learn an awful lot here uh, from Cars Yeah! Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate yeah, it. it's the truth. Uh, now, I'm going to also throw in another great resources that uh, Linda mentioned. And again, I'll put that on our show notes page, Athena Racing. You should check that out. Now, if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? Oh, gosh, that's a good one. But it would have to be Elon Musk. I, I would like to talk <laughs> yeah. to him a little bit about... Uh, the Tesla. I have a couple suggestions on body styling. Uh, but also it'd be fun to just kind of, you know, he's really not out for, for the money in Tesla. You know, he's just out to make it a better world and better earth. And so it'd be really interesting to hear him, you know, his vision about what that looks like in the future. Oh, you don't know how much I'd love to have him on this show. I've tried, I've tried, I'll continue to try. Um, he's got a lot of walls around him and, uh, a lot of stuff to do. I'm sure he's a very, very busy guy between that and flying satellites and launching Miatas to the moon or, you know, Teslas to the moon. I mean, it's just like uh, crazy. The moon, Mars and beyond, actually, is where he wants to go. The moon, the moon's too close for Elon. I don't even think he sleeps. <laughs> I, I, I think he's an alien is what I think. You know, I mean, I look at him. He's up there with some of the just people that you just shake your head and go, wow, how do they do this kind of stuff? It's just absolutely incredible visionaries for sure, disruptors. How about a book? Is there a book you'd like to share with our listeners? 
Yeah, you know, and it's one that's actually come out in the movie theaters recently, but they have it in a book. And I, I encourage it because it, it, it's it's very enlightening. And it's called The Art of Racing in the Rain by Garth Steen. And uh, it's amazing. Yeah, he's been a guest on my show. He lives here in the Pacific Northwest. So if you missed that show, go back and listen to it on the Cars Day website. And when he was on the show, it was about three years ago. And that was when he was just talking about the possibility of his book being a film. Of course, Patrick Dempsey got the rights to that, racer, actor. He produced a film. It came out uh, in August. August 9th is when that was launched. So it's out there in the theaters now. Uh, yeah, if you love racing, and it's not really all about racing. It's more of a heartwarming story. Uh, you got to go. And if you love dogs, that's a great part of it. It's all said or told through the eyes and brain of a dog, uh, which is kind of cool. Kevin Costner is the voice of the dog. So uh, it's a wonderful book. It's the most recommended book here on Cars Yeah. And I'll remind our listeners that there's a great place on the Cars Yeah website called Guest Recommended Books under the Resources tab where all my guests have recommended books. And I've made it really easy for you to click and buy. You could outfit an incredible automotive and business library there on the Cars Yeah website. All right, Linda, we are up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet, bike, motorcycle, boat. I don't care. I'm going to buy it for you. But there's some rules to this game that might make it a challenge. One is it's the only collector vehicle you can have. You have to drive it or ride it. No garage queens allowed here. And here's the kicker. You can't sell it to fund your son's racing team. So if you pick that Ferrari GTO and sell it for $70 million, uh, you can't do that. You got to drive the GTO, which wouldn't be a bad thing. So uh, what's it going to be? God, do I only have to have one? Because I have two. Could you no, give me well, two? Well, let's, no, I'm not going <laughs> to buy you two, but let's hear the two and then we'll narrow it down, okay? Uh, okay. So the All first right. one would be the original Shelby Cobra. Okay. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah. 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 And the other one would be a matte gray Tesla Roadster. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, wow. Well, two similar cars, two very unsimilar cars in many ways. I'll tell you, a few weeks ago, I had Aaron Shelby, who was Carol Shelby's grandson, or is his grandson, uh, on the show. So if you uh, listeners missed that, go back and listen to what it was like to grow up with Carol Shelby as a grandfather. But okay, Shelby Cobra, Tesla Roadster, very quick cars, very fun cars, um, sporting cars, uh, definitely not family cars, but that's okay because this is your collector car. You can keep your Tesla S. So let's narrow this down a little bit, though, because if I buy you two cars, I'm going to have to go back and buy 1,380 guests, another, <laughs> another car. And I, I don't know if I can afford that. You know, it's all these car purchases are getting me a little lean. My wallet's getting a little light. So let's start with the Shelby Cobra. What is yeah. it about that car that just you love? I just love everything about it. I mean, a <laughs> friend of mine had one. And he yeah. had his living room built around it in Massachusetts. So I never got to to actually drive in it. But the looks of it was just so amazing. It was blue and white. It was just timeless. I He would start it and it, that was all you could do. You could sit in it, start it, but he would not drive it. And I thought, what a waste. So if I could ever have a car, it would be that car so I could just go out and drive it. Yeah. Now... Which would you prefer, the uh, the slab side or the one with the big boner? You know, I, I don't I, know. I already I, know the Why am I even asking you that? Yeah. My God. 
It's going to be yeah. a 427, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The okay. 427. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, I actually, I thought I saw one when I was growing up in a field and I could see like this 427 emblem. And then I realized it was some kind of replica that our son never finished making it. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah. darn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. I, had, uh, I know. I had, well, there's barn finds out there. I just talked to Tom Cotter. He's been on this show, the Cobra in the Barn and other sur- books that he's written. But you know, there's a guy uh, who's been a guest on my show. He's also been on my television show. He was my first TV show, Lance Stander, who owns Superformance. They build continuation Cobras, some really, really nice cars. I mean, honestly, they're better than the original. I know there's people screaming right now when I say that. I just mean from a standard of, of contemporary and reliability and so forth. There's nothing like an original Cobra, but they're pretty cool. Now, the Tesla Roadster, though, we're, com- we're coming up to something much more modern, much more usable, probably in many ways. What do you love about that? Well, I love, well, for one, the looks are pretty awesome. But the one thing I really like about that is there'll be no maintenance. I can, or no gas. I can yeah. just plug her in and go. I don't have yeah. to, the only thing I'll ever have to replace, well, for sure, will be brakes, right? Although <laughs> the regenerative. Like if you yeah. let off the off the throttle, you know it slows down and stops by itself. But still, yeah. I'll be going yeah. so fast that I'll yeah. need to apply brakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, let's and say, tires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna need those about every week. Uh, as I know you now, let's uh, make a decision for today, though. If you had to decide today, and I was gonna bring you a vehicle, is it gonna be that Cobra or that Roadster? Yeah, I'm going to go for the Cobra. The Cobra, yeah. Yeah, there's just less of, well, you know, there's not many uh, roadsters either on the Teslas, but I just feel like that's just something that it's gone now. You know, it's history. So I know, I know. Well, I'll have some fun finding you one. There's plenty of them out there. It's just getting somebody to let them go and writing a big enough check. They become very, very valuable. So uh, yeah, have some fun. What color would you like yours to be? I, I think I'd go with the blue. Blue and the yep. white stripes. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. Yep. Linda, you've taken me on a great and very fast ride today. Boy, that time went by quick. Really enjoyed your stories. Want to thank you for sharing your journey. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that Shelby Cobra? Yeah, I just want all the listeners out there to really set a goal today when you're listening to us. Uh, put it on a vision board and then speak it, believe it, and I promise you, you'll receive it. Nicely said. And what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you and Chris Noon Racing? Yeah, so I would love everyone to follow my son because uh, that helps us get sponsors. And his Instagram, um, you'll have it on your website um, to link on to, but it's at Chris and then the number two and Noons, N-U-N-E-S. And that's on Instagram. Uh, and then our Facebook page is Noons Racing. Very nice. I'll make sure I put those on Linda's show notes page so you can go find that. I encourage you to follow along with Chris. If you missed my talk with him, go back and find it on the Cars yeah website. Wonderful young man. Going places for sure. Been places, in places, and going places. And with a powerful mother like Linda behind him, he cannot fail. Linda, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you, although you'll be in front of me, down the road. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me 
on the Cars Yeah! TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah! podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah! TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah! TV is available on MAV TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find MAV TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!